You're listening to Kiama Community Radio. This program is brought to you by Kiama Leagues Club, the modern, friendly heart of Kiama. Welcome to Around the Arena's Kiama Community Radio sports program, where you can regularly hear what's happening in sport across the region. Recently, I caught up with a local rugby league superstar, a young chap who I've watched play rugby league for 25 years. He played for St George Lawara, Canterbury Bankstown, Cronulla, the Sydney Rooster, Country Origin, the Prime Minister's 13, New South Wales, Australia and the National Rugby League All-Stars. Who am I talking about? You've got two choices. And at the end of this interview, you'll find out I picked the wrong one. This week, I caught up with Josh Morris and we had a chat about his career and also what he's doing now that he's retired. This is what we talked about. So with the Group 7 competition about to get underway this year, uh, COVID affected last year, we didn't really have a comp that finished. I feel a bit sorry for Jam Brew, they seem to be the, the early, early runners in the comp. Just happy to run into a, a local lad, a terrific young fellow, grew up here in, the, in town, Josh Morris. He's in town, he's got, his, uh, got a, a new brewing company going and welcome to Kaima Community Radio, Josh. Thanks mate, thanks for having me. So, um, Josh, what a fabulous career. I remember you as a, an under-12, and I've watched you for, for a lot of years playing rugby league. What's your biggest thrill? I guess just being able to go out there and do something that you love week in, week out, and being able to do it for the last 15 years. Getting paid to stay in shape, making plenty of lifelong friends, getting to travel the world. Yeah, it was all a, all a massive thrill. So you started with the, the Steelers, or not, not the Steelers, the uh, St George of the Warra and progressed through to, to Canterbury, then on to East. Had a year in between at the Sharks as well, so yeah, I, uh, all those clubs were great clubs to play with, obviously spent 10 years at the, the Bulldogs, so yeah, I've got a lot of fond memories there, and then yeah, finish off at a great club like East as well, and, and to be able to play alongside Brett again before we finished up was, um, was awesome. So the, the mock fight you had there at Wynn Stadium got everyone sucked in that night yeah we did i think the ref was ready to march us for 10 so i think once he saw that we were joking around he had a, had a laugh himself and even even my coach at half time he was coming down so he missed it and i told him what happened and he uh, he was laughing pretty hard about it so uh it's still something that people talk about to this day and um yeah me and brett played the game hard and fair but we also like to have a bit of a laugh and you know people have really respected that career and it's been a fabulous career you've played for new south wales you played for australia sensational um so what are you going to do in in retirement i've got a bit on mate i obviously started up the the cattlemen's brewing co with me and six other mates so uh we launched that in september of last year and we're slowly getting into some pubs and clubs and obviously our focus is is the south coast and, and sydney so i'm looking to link up with a few wholesalers as well in the next couple of months and really start to push our product out there uh, also doing some stuff with uh, Triple M Radio, hopefully doing a bit of stuff with uh, Fox Sports and Channel 9 as well. So um, trying to keep busy and also completed my um, my carpentry trade at TAFE as well last year. So got a bit on, but it's uh, it's good. So if I need some work done around the house, I can give you a ring? Yeah, we'll go and make rates. <laughs> <laughs> now listen, uh, and, and finally, I've got to ask you this because there's rumours in a small town like this, there's always rumours. Will we see four Morris brothers playing for the Kaima Knights? No. <laughs> no. They've been sending me a weekly text, come on, you only have to play so many games. Uh, 
No, my body's uh, well and truly had it. It told me last year towards the back end that uh, it was time to give it up and I'm happily retired, mate. I'll be, uh, I'll be enjoying watching the boys go around whilst I'm drinking my own beer. So Brett's into coaching. You're not going to go down that path? Oh, look, it's a... You know, it's something that uh, I want to do, but you know, I, I wanted to have a bit of a break away from it. Um, it is pretty chaotic, the, the coaching uh, scene. There are a lot of hours of work, and you know, I've, I've definitely earned myself a, a bit of a break. So something that I'm looking forward to getting into down the track, but um, right now it's about spending time with family and uh, trying to get this beer off the ground. Well, good luck, Brett, and thanks for your... Uh, sorry, Josh. <laughs> sorry! I could never pick you apart as kids, you know. I used to say, Josh, and no. if one of you's turned around, you did, but anyway... Dad th- still can't tell us apart anyway, so, mate, it's, uh, it's happened me whole life, so I'm used to it. <laughs> well, thanks very much, Josh, for talking to me today. No worries, mate. KCR, Kiama Community Radio.org. For the community, by the community. Wasn't it great over the weekend to see local product Tyron Wishart make his debut in the NRL? The Storm eventually overcame the West Tigers 26-16 and Tyron certainly played a big hand in that win. There were lots of happy Melbourne faces in the crowd following the match but none more so than Tyron's parents, Father Rod and Mum Gillian who certainly were there celebrating Tyron's first outing in the NRL. The win did come at a cost to Melbourne, losing three players to injury during the evening, and I hope that the rumours swirling around another Jeringong product heading south won't be accelerated this season. Other results over the weekend from the NRL, Panthers 28 over the Seagulls 6, Raiders 24 over the Sharks 19, the Broncos got home over the Rabbits in a thrilling game, the Knights Upset the Roosters 20 to 6, while the Dragons 28 outlasted the Warriors 16. I know it's early days, but the Dragons' form in winning the Charity Shield and their first round match sets them up nicely for a good season. I think the challenge will come though next Friday night when they take on the Panthers, who are absolutely devastating against the Seagulls this weekend. As a golfer, I'm often asked, have you ever had a hole in one? The answer to that for me is yes, I have. In fact, I've had two. And you should hear me brag in front of my son when I ask him, have you ever had a hole in one? And he says no. What about this family in Tasmania? They've achieved a unique golfing feat. Three generations of the same family making a hole in one on the same hole at the same club and using the same 5-iron. The 5-iron they used is worth less than $10, but to Glen O'Keefe, it's priceless. The odds of the grandfather, father and son making the shot, the perfect shot in golf, a hole-in-one, in their lifetime, I would think, are extremely high. Glen says, our story started out in 1982, when Peter O'Keefe, had a hole-in-one on the 8th hole at the picturesque 159-metre par 3 at the Tasmania Golf Club. He used an Australian-made 5-iron, a Keith Knox DM-139. Note that, Mr Poole. On Peter's death, his clubs were passed on to his son, Graham. A decade after Peter's hole-in-one, Graham O'Keefe was playing the Tasmanian golf course 
and pulled out his dad's old five iron on the eighth tee and hit the ball into the hole. Two holes in one from father and son combinations on the same hole using the same club is a highly improbable feat. But this story does not end there. Several years after Graham's hole-in-one, he bought himself a shiny new set of graphite-shafted clubs. Graham then handed his father's clubs down to his son, Glenn. In 1999, Glenn O'Keefe stepped up to the tee at the eighth hole at the Tasmania Golf Club, armed with his grandfather's old set, and hit the ball into the hole. After the round, he rang his father to celebrate. I told him I'd just had a hole-in-one, and Dad congratulated me. Which hole? he said. I told him the eighth. He said, that's fantastic. That's the same hole as Grandad and myself. Both had a hole in one on. He said, what club did you use? I said, the five iron. And there was some silence. And then he told me, that's the same club as Grandad and I both used. Well, what would be the odds of that happening? Some calcs have been done by people much smarter than me and I believe the odds are around 1,000 to 1. So the next time I'm down in Hobart at the Tasmania Golf Club, I'll have to have a look at this priceless Keith Knox 5-iron. I'll probably take a photo of it and show it to my good friend, who knocks the fact that I had a pristine set of Keith Knox clubs when I was a younger chap. That's all I have time for this week. But if you'd like your sport to be part of the program, contact me at kcradiocontent at gmail.com. I'm Glenn Shepherd, and I hope to see you around one of our sporting arenas. This program is brought to you by Kiama Leagues Club, the modern, friendly heart of Kiama. You've been listening to Kiama Community Radio. The views, information or opinions expressed during this segment are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Kiama Community Radio.